0: If you're a fan of Vermont podcasts, you may already be familiar with Richmond Elementary School Principal Mike Barry through his audio and video stories, released several times a week
1: online. Today on the RESVT podcast, a potpourri of awesomeness. I hope you're ready for some time travel, because this week on the RESVT podcast, we're going back in time to check in with the Pilgrims and then into the future to hear about the new SBAC assessments.
0: But more likely, you're familiar not with Principal Barry himself but with the students at Richmond Elementary, whose voices form the heart of so many of the stories. Today on the RESVT podcast is... Me! I think Harriet Tubman should be on the $20 bill because Andrew Jackson is just basically the president. My hopes and dreams are to learn about the world and alpacas. How did one school administrator make podcasting such an integral part of the school's community? On this episode of the 21st Century Classroom, we look at how school change began with just one person and just one podcast.
1: My name is Mike Berry. I'm the principal at Richmond Elementary School. Uh, Last year, I did a bunch of podcasts about Writer's Workshop. And I did that not to show off Writer's Workshop. I did that because I wanted to learn more as an administrator so I could support my educators. And I did, I went and visited five classrooms, but while I was there, I had a recorder going and I was able to come back and be a better uh, instructional leader because of that work. So the podcast wasn't in addition to, it was my job. And I took a little bit more of a, a relaxed uh, pace with that and just really spent time modeling. So if, if I wanted teachers to blog, I didn't say you have to have a blog, you know, but I modeled, I have a blog myself. And, and what happened over time is people started taking risks and once they did, I jumped on it. I, I said, I will support you, I will sit with you, we will build your blog together, I'll make it super easy, we'll link it, we'll do whatever. Um, so that there was uh, an internal motivation to, to take that risk. And I see that happening with videos, I see that happening with podcasts. Um, and now we're at a point where I can walk into a classroom, any classroom at any moment with the field mic and the teacher's comfortable, the kids are comfortable and we can roll right into a podcast. It's, n- it's no longer a surprise or an exception. Uh, And what we see is that the more that we we do stuff like that or the more that we do it for the school or that we do it just for the school social media, kids are aware of it and they know that it's an option. Mm -hmm. So they may not have known about podcasting prior they may have been introduced to it, but they know that every couple of weeks there's one for the school. So now they know that's an option for them to do for their work.
0: And the thing is, the digital stories Principal Barry's students make, well, they're amazing.
1: Uh, so we had a gal last year who did a, an interview with volunteer firemen, and she went out, and I think she used an iPad or an iPhone, and she did she collected her own audio from the interviews, um, and she interviewed two volunteer firemen, and wanted to talk to them about why they do what they do.
0: My capstone project was firefighting. I choo- I chose firefighting because my dad's a firefighter, and he's been talking a lot about his job lately. And I really just wanted to learn more. And I interviewed some guys from my dad's work. Why do you want to run into a burning building? I would like to run into a burning building because... Just because you're helping somebody out. You're saving somebody. Uh,
1: One of the videos that we did, uh, we had a second grade class last year that got on the kick to change the face on the $20 bill. And so... uh, the teacher came to me and said the kids want to do something with this I just don't know what to do with it and so he said let's make a video.
0: Dear Mr. President I think Harriet Tubman should be on our $20 bill my first reason is because there are no women on money yet my second reason is because we don't honor girls who help the world get to be a better place my third reason is because I'm bored of Andrew Jackson I think Harriet Tubman should be on the $20 bill because Andrew Jackson was just basically the president. Harriet Tubman helped over 300 blacks escape slavery. Harriet Tubman helped blacks even after slavery was gone. Do
1: you think uh, Mr. Berry should be on, on money?
0: No. Dear Mr. President, I think Harriet Tubman should be on the $20 bill because Harriet Tubman is a great woman. She helped over 300 people get to freedom. My second reason is she spied on the North, South. I know that sounds bad for the South, but it is not for the North. My third reason is it is not fair for girls. Girls are just as awesome as boys. My final reason is Andrew Jackson was mean to Native Americans. Uh,
1: We have a lot of students now that when they get to their end project, whatever it might be for whatever project they're doing, they say, oh, can we do a podcast with Mr. Barry?" And that is like a crowning achievement for me. Um, and, and I still think that the best podcasts we've ever done are student podcasts.
0: With so many competing pressures on learning goals, why is digital storytelling so important in the school?
1: If we do a piece on, on writing and we showcase a particular grade level of writing, we don't just talk about the kids' writing. We talk about the instruction behind it We talk about the reasons why we're doing it, the challenges with it, the professional development connected with it, so that it's connecting to everybody in the school community, not just one segment. One of the things that we talk about is connecting beyond the school walls. But one of the examples that we give is, um, so that grade two classroom that made the video about the $20 bill, other classrooms in the building didn't know that they were doing that. But when the video went out, they knew. So we flattened the organization so that they could connect. And the kids were able to see that connection locally and kind of translate it to, wow, other people saw that. I got home and my dad knew about the video, you know. And, and so I think what developmentally is happening is that they're seeing that their voice is heard beyond the walls of the classroom. I think the other thing it does is in a healthy way remove some of the fear of that. Mm. Like um, you've, you've probably done this even with adults where you're setting up a video or a podcast and people are nervous oh, or they say, oh, I don't like to hear my voice or, you know, things like that. The kids here don't have that, and the adults here don't have that, and it's really something to see when you can see somebody confidently share their opinion. And I think that if, if kids start later in life with that level of confidence, it takes them that much longer to get to a point where they can share and connect. I'll have kids in here. We just made a hopes and dreams video for first graders. They've only been here two years. Had, a, had this uh, DSLR camera set up on a tripod over here, had a chair. It's kind of a nerve-wracking moment, if you think about it. But these kids just walked in, sat down with their hopes and dreams. They knew exactly when to go and talk. And because of that, they were able to communicate their their message because they weren't caught up in nerves. My
0: hopes and dreams are to learn about the world and alpacas. My hope and dream is to um, learn learn um, more trick words. My hopes and dreams is to read lots of words. My hopes and dreams are to learn more about butterflies and the ocean. This type of guidance and modeling, where the school principal can be found out in the bike circle or the running track or in any given classroom recording a podcast with students, will, Principal Barry hopes, help students with digital citizenship skills as they move up to middle school.
1: I think the digital citizenship piece is coming more naturally Mm -hmm. to our kids. And so as they move up to middle school and beyond, they have a a whole slew of experience with seeing how it should look, how it can look, and how it can be positive. And that's their base when they start really digging in on, on expressing their voice online. I think for kids moving into the middle school, I think it's all about that, base knowledge. So if you're not starting your base knowledge in social media until fifth grade you've got to, and you're dealing with the social aspects of middle school all at the same time, I think that that's where things can get mixed up. Whereas if you're in elementary school and you have a base knowledge of these things and it's not a surprise, I think you can better handle the two at the same time.
0: But what has family and community response to the stories been like?
1: what it's done is it's, it's raised some really good conversations. So why are you sharing so much? You know, why is it important? And there's a couple of things I talk about with those folks is, you know, um, part of our job is to share what we're doing. Um, and part of it is to be transparent. And part of it is to uh, have you as a parent or a community member be able to connect to what we're doing to really flatten those walls. Um, And I've had no negatives about stuff that we put up because I think we've we've really uh, honed it in as this is a place to celebrate what we're doing. I think the core is in storytelling and sharing your story. And then what happens around that, you just adjust. Um, The importance is to get an established practice in sharing and being transparent. And if you're doing that, then the next app, the next technology that comes along, you're going to be fine. Last year we had our fourth grade track meet and um, at that track meet uh, a teacher here, Chris Arthur, amazing music teacher and myself were there collecting audio and video and putting together uh, um, the experience and it was uh, kids from all over, kids from different schools. We had our our field mic for example and I, I was talking to a group of kids and I had the field mic out And these were students not from our school. And they didn't know what it was. They were petrified of it. Um, They didn't know what a podcast was. They weren't sure what we were gonna do. And one of our students says, relax, he's just doing a podcast.
0: This has been another episode of the 21st Century Classroom podcast of the Tarrant Institute for Innovative Education. Find out more about us at blog.tarrantinstitute.org and check out the Richmond Elementary School podcast at soundcloud.com R-E-S-V-T. Thanks to Principal Mike Berry, the students of Richmond Elementary School and Vermont Community Access Media for help in putting together this story.